Welcome back, beautiful and amazing human beings. This is Lukadowski of WeAreChange.org here in Acapulco, Mexico. Joined, of course, by many people. We're live here on the ground as this event is happening. One of the largest gatherings of anarchists in the world. Behind me is Danny Sessions. I haven't even planned out this shot, but we're here. He has the best internet out here. He's a part of the crypto show. He does a lot of really incredible work with uh, not only entrepreneurship, but also charity work. It looks like he has a little red nose here with the mic the way it's set up here. Uh, but we're going to be live here for the next hour, so share this broadcast with your friends and family members. I'm going to be walking around a little bit, trying to talk to as many individuals as we can. And of course, today is Saturday, February 16th, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, where now every single Saturday we will be doing a live stream for over an hour. Sadly, Jason Burmis cannot join us today. He is on pretty much just vacation, and uh, it's pretty much just me and uh, all the other people here at Anarcapoco. That's the main kind of hallway here. The main event is happening to the right, and we're going to be walking around in just a little bit, getting some words and conversations started and everything else that's happening here. I mean, this people have to understand, this is one of the biggest kind of anarchist events out there based on the philosophy of anarchy that a lot of major names have been putting their support behind. People like Ron Paul, who have been here, uh, had the chance of have dinner with them last night. David Icke's here, Immortal Techniques here. A lot of former statesmen who found out, oh yeah, government's actually the bigger problem here. And uh, mostly people talking about individuality, freedom, sovereignty, liberty, self-determination, and being there for each other as a human being. We're actually going to be joined by the one and only the man of the hour walking to us with a wine glass. Not a surprise at all with that. The one and only Jeff Berg. we got a super chat too. Again, all the super chats will be read and supported. Uh, Jeff, take a seat. Sit down, relax. you got your, your dog Lucy here as well. $5 super chat by Mobile Crusader says, Take some of my tax return money, you filthy ANCAPs. <laughs> That's one way of saying it. We're joined here by Lucy, who's probably going to be jumping on Jeff's. Yeah, come on. Yeah, there you go. And then, of course... We're joined here by Jeff Berwick, who, of course, is the dollar vigilante and has been doing Anarchapoco for the last five years now. It's been five years already. We're getting old. Holy cow. And uh, we've been, uh, I, I remember the first time you were doing uh, Anarchapoco, about 120 people. We were doing it at the what, Coca Cabana, a rundown, beat up hotel that, that screamed the Coca Cabana theme song at you in a non-working elevator that took all day to get into. But overall, after that event, a lot of people were inspired. There was a lot of freedom. There was a lot of sovereignty. There was a lot of great individuals. And even though it was very small in the beginning, it, I knew it was something good. And I always said, wow, this is one of the best conferences because it was in a great part, great location, great people, uh, and really fostered and grew and has been growing tremendously. And now we're over at 2,000 plus people. What's the latest here in Anarchapoco? Yeah, I don't even know the latest. I've been so crazy. But you know, 1,200 last year, so I had to double again. Uh, we've actually doubled every single year so far, so that's pretty cool. And, you know, there's always a bunch of, you know, crap in the press, but there's a lot of things beyond this, uh, and I think one of the bigger principles that this kind of movement, that this kind of conference promotes is the idea of kind of self-determination and also doing the right thing uh, without having a centralized command or a government telling you what to do, and then you take the responsibility for yourself to be the best person and also help all the other people around you. That to me is the main philosophy philosophy of anarchy, and you really have to live by it, and you guys are trying to do that with also the support and local work you guys are doing with the orphanage uh, as well. So tell us a little bit about that. Danny's going to help us with that as well. Where's Danny? Danny disappear. 
Uh, but Danny, try to grab a seat next to Jeff, and uh, let's talk about this uh, orphanage stuff that you, we were just at. There's a whole bunch. There's like 50 kids running around here, uh, hugging, running up to Jeff and his wife, uh, petting the dog. So uh, tell us about some of the outreach work that you guys have been doing. Danny has been a part of it as well. All righty. Well, this you're not going to believe this, but a crazy bunch of bikers three years ago approached us and told us, hey, maybe we, should, we ought to do something really cool with the local orphanage. So uh, they hooked us up, took us over there. Uh, I was very hungover, and I got to drive a Harley over to the orphanage, and we made, you know, uh, we made 75 meals for all the children, and, and then we brought just bags and bags of food to help take care of them for, for the next couple of weeks or however long it would last. And then we came back again the next year, and we did it again. And, and then now they're doing it again this year. And these guys are from Divi Project. They stepped up. They brought computers. They, they put their time and effort into this. They went in there, and they were teaching the kids how to code. And it, it's just a great thing. And we're looking forward to hoping to, to try to maybe drum up some donations here before the conference is over and, and make another run, go over there, get them some of the stuff that they need. I know they don't need any of this beer, but I'm going to drink it anyway. Well, it's Mexico, so obviously it's uh, you know vacation resort. Everyone's relaxing here, but we're going to pitch all the stuff. D Danny, I want you to give us the kind of addresses and locations where people can hang out. And don't you guys know that learning to code is is uh, racist and bigoted, and you can't say that to people anymore? <laughs> What's wrong with you guys? Okay, well, well, wait, hold on. Where can people find out more about you guys and and what you guys do, and, and the comment about the work that you guys are doing? Yes, we posted a little bit about the orphanage thing on our Twitter at Divi Project and you can obviously find us on on our website at DiviProject.org. Yeah. And then anything else you guys want to say about the project that you're doing and you, anything else on this issue? Um, I don't want to take away too much from what was done with the kids um, but we are a cryptocurrency aimed at ease of use and mass adoption. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people say that but we really do have a vision for it and you can find more out about it on our, and on our website. Just, and it's not just about Divi being easy it's about making all cryptocurrencies easy through our ecosystem. And it's, and it's really awesome to see the little kids and hang out with them and see the effects that are happening uh, with people being helped out. Uh, what do you want to say about the kind of projects and work that you've been doing down here, especially uh, just the overall movement and, and just everything that's been going on? Well, truthfully, I didn't know any of that was even going to happen. Um, about a year ago, we said we have to, uh, I heard about this uh, orphanage. And I said, we have to get involved in it. And I saw Danny was like, so many people, so many, even in Moral Technique last night, it's like, I think I'm going to go down. The, like, a lot of people are really, uh, when do we find out about these places? You know, do we just, uh, you know, do our part? And um, I really said I wanted to start an Archipelago Foundation, but I wanted to keep it a bit quiet, you know? Like, I don't, you know, I don't brag about those sort of things at all. Uh, it's, it's my honor, of course, to even be doing anything like that. And... Uh, so I had no idea. So that was pretty amazing to have uh, about like 80 kids just run up and hug me there at the hotel lobby. I didn't even know what we had actually done because I've got people, a great staff this year, doing a lot of great things. But uh, yeah, very, very uh, heartwarming uh, day today. Definitely more professional this year than any other years, but we are missing the hippies. The, there's no bonfires. There's no drums. Shout out to Avi Esther. If you're watching this, we miss you. Uh, we got to fix that next year. There's not enough hippies this year. <laughs> yeah. And then there's so many activities, so many different things going on. I'm looking at the chat room right now, and people are like, you support anarchy? We are changed supports anarchy? Oh. <laughs> like, that's literally the comments that are happening there. We're open to all possibilities and ideas, but I think Jeff and, and Danny, you guys could explain the principles of anarchy, and I think 
again, as we've been talking here, it's about self-reliance, self-responsibility, not going to a centralized command, a bureaucratic force, someone over you, and being uh, empowered in yourself, having a backbone in yourself, uh, and believing that you could determine your own destiny while not hurting anyone else. I think that's the major philosophy. What's your guys' take on anarchy and uh, the kind of shock reaction? Because I titled this video, one of the largest anarchist meetings right now happening live. And people are like, where's Antifa? Where's, where, where, where's, where's, the, where's Black Block? Well, uh, it, it's a philosophy that these guys will uh, explain uh, themselves. I'll keep it real simple. I know you want to say something. Uh, the word just is a Greek word. It means and without archi rulers. It means, uh, that people shouldn't be forced to be slaves. Uh, if you have a ruler, then what are you? You're a slave, and so we're against slavery. And uh, that, and we've seen from this conference, that could, there, we've got black, white, yellow, brown, uh, rich, poor, uh, you, you could be anything, but as long as you just don't believe that people should be enslaved, you're an anarchist. Yeah. Uh, I think the original name was Fluffy Bunnyism, but it wasn't edgy enough, so we had to go ahead and change it to Anarchy. Not, I mean, it's just a label. All it means is, you know, peace, love, and anarchy, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a basic philosophy. So if you guys have any specific questions, people are saying, all right, now Lily left a question saying, oh, yeah, Somalia's working great uh, with anarchy, isn't it? Uh, me and Jeff, I don't know if you guys have seen the video. Me and Jeff actually went to anarchy, uh, sorry, went to Somalia to investigate the anarchy there, and uh, there really wasn't. There was, a lot, there was a lot of governments in Somalia sending in arms, there's a lot of them vying for control. We even met a UN guy on the plane going down there trying to figure out a way how to tax the local Somalis. Uh, <laughs> and one of the biggest things, uh, before I bring Jeff into this Somali topic, is the very fact that a lot of the conflicts are because of different governments, different factions, especially Al-Sabad, trying to take control of territory and having control of territory and taxing the local population. Governments do this, the radicalized group Al-Shabaab does this, and this is why all the fighting is, and with all the arms and all the governments there, they're being spread around everywhere, making this conflict that much worse, especially the United States government, which literally does uh, military raids down there, and the one that we investigated interviewed one person where over a dozen people died that were innocent, a part of this man's family that we have on video uh, that we put out on this YouTube channel. So Somalia is not anarchistic at all, right, Jeff? Yeah, I, I, we went, of course, and my title of my video was, they told me uh, if I'm an anarchist, I should go to Somalia, so I'm here. And uh, no, there was no anarchy there. There was uh, about seven factions of governments all fighting over the area. And some people will say, by the way, there's an there's a argument to that that uh, there will never be full anarchy because there will always be these things that want to take over certain areas. That's actually not true. If we wake up, up enough as humanity and people just get their heads around the fact that none of us should be slaves and stop paying those taxes and stop listening to those idiots on the television programming and just start living your life. And if enough people understand that, it all just goes away. And we have a, a world of peace and prosperity like we've never known it. So that's really the key and that's what an Archipelag is all about is spreading this message. Peace, love, and anarchy. Yeah, I was just curious about the guy who wanted to do the taxes on the Somalis. What, was, did they have too much money or what? <laughs> I know, right? It, it was just uh, was us. No, no, no. no, no. Like, how, how can we get taxes on these people? And we're like, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. Like we're doing the complete opposite of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're like, the most vulnerable people on the planet. That's who they want to tax the hardest. It's, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And of course, that stifles innovation. We got another person walking up here. We got we got Sasha Daygame coming up here. He's an interesting character. He's been 
He's been finally hip, make, concentrating on his YouTube videos. He's eating again, He's eating again which is good. I just want to meet the, the dog. Nobody's interested in you, Mutt. <laughs> look at this guy, look at this guy, look at him, he's so cute. Oh, he's smelling Jeff's balls, do they smell like tequila? Or has, he, has Jeff been a good boy? Tell us the truth, has he got tequila balls? Anyway, what's going on, what did I miss? We're just doing a live show talking about how uh, governments are trying to tax and regulate the poorest people on the planet to control them and subjugate them to generate revenue for their global mafia. You know, just a simple topic. So what's your comment on that, on the taxation? We're just talking anarchy and doing a live stream here. You guys uh, talking about anarchy? You guys never talk about that stuff. Well, you know, I, uh, I just don't believe in, uh, in any authority other than my own, uh, God's law. Natural law. I just, I never did, and I just, I just completely like the reason I don't go and kill people or rob is because uh, it's not in my nature to do so. I don't give a shit what the government says. Uh, yeah, I never, I've never paid taxes. I've never paid income taxes. Thank you for your service. Ever. I <laughs> know. Seriously, like I, I uh, used to not talk about it, but it's like it, it's so immoral to support uh, government at this point. Like when I, I was blessed when I was age 16, I actually worked for the government, just some summer job or something. At the end of the summer, I got a, a bill for like, no, sorry, it was, it was a statement that said, oh, we actually overtaxed you because it was only a short job, so we actually owe you a thousand bucks. So if I filled out the form, the government would have sent me a thousand bucks. And there was this little voice in my head, thank God, as my spirit guides are who, I don't know. And it was just like, if you fill out this form, they're always going to be asking you for money. So just let them keep the thousand bucks. So I never filled out the form. They never asked me again. I left uh, my country when I was 2000. And I've just never fucking, I've <laughs> just been moving around doing my thing. And um, and now there's crypto, so yeah, I'm just I'm just and, and but 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 really, but when you when you become aware of like where that money's going, the corruption, the wars, uh, and the fact that it, it's all backed up by violence, because money or we're gonna we're gonna shoot you or put you in jail or fuck with you, it's 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 a shit show. And when the day of a country forms, when all the money goes to helping people, uh, like really curing diseases, helping people, helping the poor, like really, when 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 the when a country forms, when all the money goes to the benefit of the people, I'm gonna go to that country. I'm gonna register as a citizen and I'm happy to pay tax. But I'm still waiting for the country to come along. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen one yet. Yeah, yeah. As long as things are voluntary and you have a choice Absolutely. and you have a decision being like, hey, I don't wanna. The point is, if it's voluntary, it's not tax. And so, yeah, that's what right. we're trying to do in Liberland is you can donate and uh, you know crowdfund or whatever, but you don't force people to do what you want. Right. That's yeah. just basic. I don't know why we have to explain this to people, but apparently people got lost along the way here. <laughs> Something happened, so we're trying to fix it now. We're live on the screen too in the back. Holy cow! I don't know if you guys can see this. We're doing live television. Uh, the Danny has put on his uh, crypto show bus here. Uh, Danny's been doing a lot of great work uh, here and all over Mexico as well. Just want to shout him out again. Uh, I, I also I was talking to Immortal Technique about you as well because uh, Immortal Technique was doing some charity work down here in Oaxaca. He also had some reservations about coming down here, uh, and he was like, "I had to call my people. I had to find out, make sure it's okay." They were like, "Yeah, you're totally fine. It's okay." Uh, he came down, performed uh, in in one of the biggest nightclubs here. Yeah, Danny's, Danny, you want to tell us about the dangers about traveling to Mexico? So I had this really terrible, awful incident one time. Uh, the bandits had taken over the toll booth, and I was completely scared shitless. Uh, they were all in masks, and they, and I came up, and I was, I was just really scared. And they gave me a 66% discount on the toll, and they smiled at me. I think they were, it was behind masks, but I'm pretty sure they were smiling. So I got, you know, normally you pay 125 pesos when the bandits take over. It's only 50 pesos. So please, bandits, take over the next toll booth. Yeah, 
and we've seen uh, actions like this in Mexico by autonomous communities, uh, communities coming together who don't like the government. Mexico is very, very anti-government. Uh, a lot of people here do not pay a lot of taxes. I think that's why there's such a lure here to have so many people kind of resonate with this kind of larger basic ideas and principles. And local community groups sometimes say enough it is enough. We're taking over this toll road and we're going to build funds for an actual good project here. We've seen very similar things in Paris, France, where literally the Yellow Vest protesters take over a toll booth and they're like, no money for the government today. Come on, come on in, come on by. And we're also seeing them smash up the majority. The majority of speed cameras right now are destroyed in all of France because of the Yellow Vest movement saying enough is enough and bashing it up. Uh, and it's also similar to the story that me and you did when we traveled to Chiran. Chiran is an autonomous community that's an anarchistic society living without government. Uh, you're bringing the spokesperson, the town elder, and some of the people, a part of their larger community of 30,000 people down here to speak. And uh, holy cow, I mean, there's a lot to learn from Mexico, the world, but also just being able to talk and communicate with each other. Any, you guys have any comments on autonomous communities already existing in our society, facing the backlash of authoritarian status rule? It's happening all over the place. It's not on the media, and that's why I thank God for you. Like, uh, the Yellow Vest movement, I wouldn't even know about it if it wasn't for you. Um, th this is happening all over the place. People are waking up. Now, they might have some stupid ideas every now and then, like we need a higher minimum wage or whatever. They don't get the economic part. But uh, in general, people are just fed up. You look at even Trump. He was kind of like a reaction to people were like, let's just vote for this guy. He's an idiot. This is so stupid. And uh, Brexit, and, and they won't let Brexit go through. And uh, the Catalonia movement in Spain, and then we went to Sharon, and, and Tata Meche is here, and uh, incredibly loved and respected already here in in this uh, place, and we're all uh, working together, uh, and they've been, you know, a lot of people call us heroes. Those people were heroes. Those women who fought off the Spaniards, and then they fought off the Mexican government, they fought off the Aztecs. You know, we're not heroes at all. We are not even close. Uh, isn't that sad that we just mention a few truth facts and some people think we're heroes? There's some real heroes out there and a lot of them are here. Tata Meche is a hero. Um, and that's why they make Mexico uh, look dangerous on the television programming. There's a reason. The reason is, a lot of people don't know this, uh, Mexican people are Native Americans. They, they're the southern part of Native Americans. And they don't believe in this government system at all. And uh, they will chop off politicians' heads, and you'll see that on the news up in the U.S., and people go, oh, it's very scary. Well, they just don't want anyone ruling people here, and neither do I, so that's why I'm here. You look like you're mesmerizing the dog, but go ahead. You have something to say, Sasha. I, love, I want to hear what the dog has to say. Hey, buddy, you going to lick the mic, too? You want to give me another kiss? Yes, you want to <laughs> give me more kisses. Sorry, I'm just in love with the dog here. Um, I just want to point out, too, like, so I did a talk here in Acapulco. Fucking great crowd. It's like every year the crowd just, like, just gets more more loving, more conscious, more, more. They're just waking up more. You can really feel it every year. Just people are just more, more beautiful people. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the revolution is really about people coming together in love and cooperating with each other. You know, the illusion is that, the, you know, this whole, I mean, Jeff, you talk a lot about the financial system and uh, this belief in dollars, you know, energy is just money, right? You're, it, it, money is just energy, right? So it's like when you, you know, you do some work, you get this paper and then you give it to someone else and they do some work, but we don't actually need the money. We don't actually need the money at all. So I can say to you, Jeff, oh, Jeff, you need a big house. I need somewhere to live. Hey, let me live in your house. I'm really good at massages. I can give you massages. I can cook. I mean, we can all, we can all, we can all, well, my, my opinion is if we, if we, 
Yes, I mean, look, but money is just, money. We need a good money. it's just a way, like money is just a way to keep track of work, right? Yeah. But we don't need the money. We could just, we could just cooperate together in, in, in groups. That's going to take, gonna take uh, at least a few more decades for consci um, uh, consciousness to rise to that level. But we could have that with crypto, right? We yeah. could we could we could all work together and and keep track of who's done who, you know, with crypto. But even without the crypto, even if like you don't have a computer, you live somewhere, it doesn't matter. If you have a skill, and this is what it comes down to. If you have one thing you are genuinely good at that you're passionate, it doesn't matter. You could be you could be you're the best dishwasher. You you wash dishes like a motherfucker. You, like people eat off your dishes. You're like yo, these dishes are spotless every time. If you're a, if you wash, if a guy comes to you off the street, right, Jeff, and he goes, listen. I, I got nowhere to live, but I wash dishes like a motherfucker. You will never have That's to wash dishes. Good. Just let me sleep in your let me sleep in your house. You would say yes. You'd be like, you know what? If you're gonna wash all my dishes and keep my house clean, you can go. I have an extra room you can stand. And so that guy doesn't is not gonna starve to death. You give him some food and you give him a place to stay. Yeah, and we all have something we can get good at, you know. And with crypto, we can also we can also get paid for it without the, the government taxation and the theft. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, get something that you're good at. Get some, get one thing that you're good at, like really good at, and come together and have a little faith in the universe, a uh, little faith in the universe that you that, that the universe will provide a way for you to survive and live without you having to go to fucking working in Walmart or get some job where you're, the government's taking a third or fifty percent of your money. Fuck that. We should mention that last year you were skin and bones because you hadn't eaten in like months and. <laughs> Fast. Doing a Which is good. Fasting is good. Uh, but you had like seven, uh, was it margaritas or was it, yeah. Uh, because, yeah, pina coladas because that's not uh, solid food. But the funniest part was when you wanted the cake so bad, but you didn't want to eat food. So you just put it in your mouth and then spit it out afterwards. So I just want to point out you're a little crazy. Like you, you go to extremes sometimes. And I think you're totally right. Uh, we can go to a world without money eventually, but that's going to take a while. And barter actually sucks. It just kind of sucks. Like, if I make wine and you do haircuts, and I don't need a haircut and you don't need wine, we're both screwed. That's why money is actually okay. It, it's good. Uh, uh, and but the point is, it has to be a solid, uh, uh, a sound money. When central banks get involved and they print up tons of money, that's what destroys the whole world. And you're right. It's called currency for a reason. It is an exchange of energy, and they know that. And when you control the money, you control the world. And we've got money now that no one can control, and that's why crypto is really important. Yeah, the whole analogy of you know currency going along with the current of the water, banks, the bank of water. Uh, again, there's a lot of different you know words being used here. We got Ernie Hancock here as well. Uh, Ernie, how are you, brother? Uh, Ernie's. If Ernie gets in here, we will. We will. We, we literally, he's going to be taking over this entire broadcast. I love Ernie. Ernie. I'll, I'll give. I'm, we're going to time you. We're going to have to time Ernie Hancock. For what, what should we a minute, a minute and a half, or two minutes? Two minutes. You, you, you just go. We don't have Ernie Hancock. Uh, is does a lot of work with Freedom Phoenix, and uh, he does a lot of great work. He's been in the field for a while. He's been warning people about again censorship, uh, about demonetization for for longer than I even was around. Uh, and a really great guy, uh, Ernie. I'm just gonna give you the mic. You go ahead. <laughs> Thanks, Freedom Phoenix. Hello. You should get a shot of these Bitcoin.com girls real quick. I don't know if they. There you go. There you go. Well, yeah. Already, uh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> tell us what's going on. Okay. Well, I tell you, we were just talking with Colin Papier at uh, Presearch, and this is what the whole deal is. G give me, go ahead, 120 seconds. Give you two minutes. Time it. If I can get it done in two minutes. I knew that there was going to be deplatforming, delisting, de, and you're not allowed to say anything against a man because the man has it and you're not allowed. 
If you thought that you're going to use the DARPA, the, the man's internet, and you're going to say what you wanted against the man, that was not going to happen, and we were preparing for it. For the last couple of years, we've been setting up IPFS servers to where we can take our entire content and that of other people like Luke Radowski. James Corbett is way down the road on it. Richard Grove from Tragedy and Hope. Dan Dix. Uh, 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 Josh Seegerson. Uh, I mean, all the guys. We have been setting up IPFS servers for guys like Luke to put all their data up and they sync up with each other. All our servers have all of our content so nobody can take it down. Now, the next thing is, we turned that on last Wednesday. PiratesWithoutBorders.com, that was for FreedomsPhoenix.com. For PiratesWithoutBorders.com, what is this, Demolition Chicken Derby or something? Oh. <laughs> Damn, kids. I get to add time to my 120 seconds. Luke cheated. We all listened to the whole time. Okay. Now we have to where it's search. So calling it pre-search, already got some of those guys in Poland working on it and working with Derek Slopey from Agorist Hosting. And this is it. You can have all these hash, they can never take down these files, but how do you search it? So we need to make sure that, you, like Yahoo used to be, they just put up cool stuff back in the mid-90s. Oh, you got cool stuff? Send us a form with your cool stuff and we'll list your cool stuff. So that's what we're doing is the format of listing everything is also an IPFS search on pre-search and whoever else wants to do it. Now all the content is forever. You can always find it and screw the man. The crown is dead. Done. Yeah. Next. Because yeah. I knew it was freaking coming. What the hell you been thinking? Right at two minutes. Perfect. Artie Hancock, Freedom Phoenix. Uh, definitely working on uh, plans to not get... Uh, screwed over by the system demand for a very long time. We've been warning people since 2008. Hey guys, it's coming. It's coming. Uh, we should have been more uh, prevalent. We should have been more clairvoyant. We should have been more proactive. Uh, but uh, having people like Ernie Hancock uh, in the background uh, with us has been very helpful and very important. And uh, yeah, total anarchy breaking out here. Uh, there's like Bitcoin women walking down over there. There's little kids playing chicken skateboard right in front of us as well. Uh, a big free community. And again, uh, very, very good vibes here, very peaceful, very calm. A lot of people have many misconceptions as I'm seeing through the comment sections here about anarchy and about Mexico, but that's okay. People are able to have their uh, opinions. We got a new member, uh, Elai Kalis. Thank you so much for joining us. We are, we're gonna have special behind the scenes videos ready for you. We also have an hour long interview that we did with David Icke over an hour long that we're gonna be putting up there just for sponsors alone. Uh, we're gonna have more videos coming out also with uh, Ron Paul, we're gonna be doing more work. One of a lot of a lot of other individuals on this YouTube channel. So if you guys become a member, we'll give you the sneak peek behind the look at that. Because again, we're uh, user-funded media, just like Ernie Hancock, just like uh, Dan Dix, just like Josh Sigerson, just like all of us here. Uh, we don't get paid by the top dollars. Now with you know crypto, it has created a very interesting situation where uh, we're having this new form of technology that is enabling people, but also has the same potential of hurting people. Uh, Chase Manhattan Bank also had a major uh, decision with crypto this week. Uh, crypto, you know, has been up and down. You're kind of the crypto like guy, the dollar vigilante, who's been talking about it on Fox News when it was what fifteen dollars or or five dollars with with the Fox News anchor being like, this is not going to go anywhere. This crypto stuff is is not going anywhere. It's like this is all crazy nerd internet money, which I kind of even believed in myself too. But um, how do you see this crypto market uh, right now uh, from your own personal experiences, Jeff? 
Well, first of all, I should say I haven't been allowed back on for years. <laughs> on Fox News, which, by the way, also uh, one of the speakers here who was connected with Fox News was told not to come here by friggin' Fox News. Fox News is literally telling people, don't show up here. Uh, insane. Yeah, that's Judge Napolitano, and uh, he is a Rothbardian anarchist. Uh, a lot of people are anarchists, they just don't tell you. Uh, <laughs> but it's, everyone's starting to tell everyone now. Um, and uh, apparently Fox didn't want him to come down here. They didn't want uh, this to be better than it already is. And uh, that's totally normal, and that's the way it, way it goes. Uh, but uh, with the cryptos, uh, you know, it's been a tough year, but uh, you can see not there's no one's too depressed or anything because we know where this is all going. It's... Uh, going to get rid of central banks and will get rid of governments in the next few years. So if you're not ready for that, get ready and <laughs> do some reading about how to live in the free market. Uh, it'll go a lot easier for you that way. Or it could be a honeypot as well. It could be, yeah, and, and there could be another uh, another alternative currency that actually is the, the right way. You're you look pretty epic with the, with the chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> She's my girl, 24 hours a day. She's always with me. Yeah, yeah, Lucy's an awesome dog. You got like seven dogs out there. Uh, we got a whole bunch of people joining. No, you feel people are like, we'll be quieter. No, be as loud as you want. We have a microphone. It's fine. You're good. Yeah, keep playing. Uh, see, again, people just. We call the cops. <laughs> noise, noise regulations or something we need. What is it? Uh, permit patty. Uh, and what was the other one? There was a permit patty and something with a D. Uh, anyone know uh, the other person who keeps oh, yeah. calling cops on people? Uh, most ridiculous stuff uh, happening in the United States. Total mind control uh, of just giving up your sovereignty and freedom towards some kind of authoritative state. I mean, th this is seriously like the worst kind of hypnosis and mind control that is happening to the human free spirit that is just being eviscerated by special interest groups who want to profit off of you and making you feel small about yourself and not having a backbone about yourself and not having the sovereignty and liberty to decide your future life as you want to live it peacefully and rightfully yourself. Whew, sorry, I'm going off on a little rant here, but it, but it makes me angry when I see people like uh, Permit Patty the divide and conquer agenda being so successful in the United States with people fighting against each other based on race, based on sex, based on religion, based on if they believe that they're uh, frickin' uh, 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 LGBTQFGYDY, I don't care what you are. I will respect you to do whatever you want, but you should also respect, uh, as David Icke said, you should also respect people's opinion to disagree with you. And I think that's all about freedom and sovereignty and being able to control your emotions, which Sadly, a lot of people don't have that power and authority to do. Um, so, yeah, uh, this is why we're here in Mexico. This is why there's such a good vibe here. This is why, you know, literally I just put the camera on here and we have so many great people joining us and walking around us and talking to us and, and living life uh, voluntarily, freedom, with kids having fun there and uh, enjoying themselves without any security guard walking up to them. I thought one of the most interesting things that I heard here was during TDV, one of your conferences, and there was a speaker up there who was talking about living outside of the United States. And he was talking about raising kids in uh, Latin America. And when he was raising kids in Latin America, he specifically was talking about how the kids grew up totally different than they did in the United States. And when they went to the United States, one of this person's daughter was climbing a rock and he saw a security guard coming. And the security guard came and says, you can't climb this rock. And then the father, one of the speakers who was speaking during TV, had to explain, like, hey, sorry, you can't climb rocks here. This is America. And the daughter's, like, dumbfounded, like, what? We can't, we can't play 
it's, it's utterly ridiculous, the mindset, and again, just the psychological mind control. We have another guest. Do you want to introduce him, Jeff? Sure. I just want to make a quick uh, comment on what you just said, because it reminds me of a time I was with my daughter, and she was up, uh, she was about three years old, and she was up about six feet, and she said, Papa, I'm going to jump. And uh, I, all I said was, I wouldn't do that. And she's like, why? And I'm like, you might hurt yourself. But you know what a lot of parents would do? They'd yell at them and tell them to get down. It's a totally different way of looking at life. And uh, eventually I said, well, she said, what, what would you do, Papa? And I went, well, you're tiny. You're really small. Maybe you don't know how small you are yet. But uh, why don't you try from three feet instead of six feet? Start there. So she did. Three feet. Okay, that was a little scary. Four feet. Whoa. Five. Okay, I get it, Papa. You're right. I think six would have been too much. And I was like, yeah. And, you know, that's the way to do it. You know, it's, it's a different way of thinking that, here comes Max Egan. How many rock stars do you want on here? I just want to introduce Rafael Liberti. He's one of the top crypto guys. He's our crypto guy, our vigilante. If you want to hear some, you know, hardcore crypto stuff, I don't know if you want to, but he, he'd be the guy to talk to about anything crypto. Can you give us uh, two minutes of crypto? Oh, so, give us two minutes of what's going on. Important to the world. Okay, so, so pretty quick. Um, what we're going to, what we've been talking about, is uh, securing the individual versus uh, securing the market and what that means to everyone. So again, securing the individual versus securing the market. So do you as a libertarian, do, would you rather have a coin that secures the individual? You know, your fungibility, your anonymity, your privacy, or would you rather have a coin that secures the market? In other words, would you allow, are you, would you welcome a coin that invites everyone to compete in its crypto development and in its crypto government, governance. Now, when I mean everyone, I mean even statists, right? So right now, the two manifestations of those coins, the one that secures the interests of the individual with complete anonymity and fungibility, that's a Monero. So, yeah, uh, we really champion Monero at the Dollar Vigilante. Uh, it's because we, we everything starts with the individual. Now, the other coin that we... that well, we brought in a guy by the name of Mr. X, and Mr. X, he's, his OPSEC is awesome, um, and we need someone like that. So he really champions Monero, and he and I butt heads a little bit between, well, actually quite a bit between BTC, BSV, and Bitcoin Cash. And so we have three sibling chains racing for the market at this moment. We have Bitcoin Cash. Uh, Bitcoin Satoshi Vision and B Bitcoin BTC and they're all penetrating the market in different ways now at this moment uh, out of all of them the one the chain that it has been the, it, where it's um, proof of work has not been interrupted in other words where there has not been any a communal planning that is in opposition to the choice of mining to the autonomy of miners is BSV. Now that's a very status coin too, as we all very well know. But again, the game plan is this. We're, we're gonna have two coins. We're gonna have a coin that has an, is, as an anarchist project that is completely private and anonymous and one that is completely open to the powers of the free market that allows everyone to compete. So that's pretty much it in a nutshell. Awesome. Thank you so much, brother. More information uh, will be found on TD. And uh, as we've been saying on this YouTube channel, always be skeptical of everything and always question everything. And I think it's going to be the talk that we're going to have with Max Egan here, who is a researcher and philosopher and all around just amazing, amazing critical thinker. You've been very critical of also uh, Bitcoin because honestly, yeah, it could be a honey trap. 
uh, is that how they call it, a honey trap? Uh, a honey trap, it could be a setup, it could be a wider system, and it's important to be skeptical of everything. But for me, it's just a new technology, and with any other technology, it could be used for good and it could be used for bad. Uh, but I think it's important for us to be more clairvoyant and to see which aspects of it are bad and which aspects, aspects of it are good, because they sell it to us as if it's convenience. And they think, oh yeah, it's going to be convenient to have internal by everything I say and does a little command and so tells me the weather and changes my light bulb. This is an excellent idea, but honestly, that authority and power, holy crap, Max, that scares the utter bejesus out of me. Uh, you've been talking about it, uh, the internet of all things. Uh, whew, I'm skeptical. Uh, I know you are, but what are some of the reasons why you're most skeptical of this new kind of technocratic day and age? Well, what what's wrong? I mean, is is with Bitcoin and it's in its sort of, you know, the way it's presented, it's a good thing to free us from the fiat system. It's great. But they're not factoring in the reality that the world's run by criminals who are totally onto what everybody's doing and the umbrella that they're creating over the whole digital realm. You know, because when everything comes digital, then your purchasing power can be limited by what you say, what you do, you know, and then you don't even know what's happening. Now, what they're doing with this digital realm is essentially putting a barrier between you and nature and everything where well, you need digital access to it, you know? So, and that digital access that you're granted will be determined on what you say and what you do, you know? Luke Radowski putting out videos like this, I mean, suddenly once, once it all goes digital, you don't use cash anymore and it's down to social crediting, you'll just go to buy a plane ticket one day and get told you're not qualified. And then you say, well, who do I call? There's nobody to call. You're just simply not qualified because of what you say and do. So that's what they're doing with it. And in that sort of a situation, it doesn't matter how much Bitcoin you got, you know, see, in a real world where we're, we've got normal governance and things are transparent and the world is run open and the government is actually working to improve society and improve the human condition, Bitcoin would be great. You know, even the governments would be saying, yeah, this is a great idea. You know, we free ourselves from the central bankers, but when it's all one mechanism and it's all one organism, you know, they're allowing the, the cryptocurrency people to build this infrastructure that they're co-opting with the, the social crediting system. And I've already brought this in in China. There's 7.2 million people on the social credit system. They bring it in for Apple devices now, saying it would never happen in the West, only in China. But now your Apple device has a trust score. The device itself has a trust score. Of course, it's not you who's using the device. It's just the device. No, no reason for you to worry, you know. A trust score that, by the way, you cannot see. You're not uh, privy to it, but they've been rating your phone calls and your conversations and your interactions with people, which is absolutely terrifying when you look at the magnitude and power of such a corporation that has more money uh, than most GDP of, of countries in the world. Uh, it's absolutely terrifying to see just not only existence, but also their participation with the surveillance government state and how seed money and DARPA and all these other darker institutions, darker kind of agencies have been involved in the rise of them. And we really do have to be hypercritical because it could be crypto, it could be another thing, but also a bigger thing is, is 5G. You know, there's, there's what, 20,000 satellites uh, coming up to help facilitate. Target the public with these weapons. And when you think, you know, you're carrying around a phone which tracks you, they can track you by your bioacoustic resonance, they know exactly where Luke Radowski is, they can pick you out of a crowd. With 5G, they can target you specifically for active denial, they can give you gut problems, they can give you transparent eyelids, all in their own patents, all this stuff is all there. There's a, there's a DARPA patent which got leaked recently, which shows the psychoactive uses for electromagnetic weapons. And this is all 5G powered. So, you know, it, it's not just about 
you know, this fast bandwidth that we need. We're getting to a situation where your supermarkets are watching you, all the, the stuff on the shelves. New Walgreens stores in England and four other supermarkets, now your groceries are watching you while you're shopping and they're socially profiling you. What you're buying, where you're going, what you're saying. So when you've got to a situation where your clock radio is listening to you at home, your TV's watching you, your fridge is listening to you, now you're lying in bed with your wife and you say something that the algorithm doesn't like and it deducts your social credit points without you knowing it, and you go out the next day to buy a plane ticket and you can't because of a conversation you had in your bed last night. So it gets to a point where everybody's policing their own thoughts. You know? And then with 5G as well, you look at the health aspects, what it's going to do to us physiologically and, and the damage it's going to do to the food. No more organic food because of these 5G millimetre waves are going to be penetrating all the food. People don't think about that. They think about the radiation poisoning they're getting. What about the food you're eating getting this same radiation poisoning? You're living in a building full of Wi-Fi. You think it doesn't affect your food that you've got sitting in your fruit bowl and all this sort of stuff? Of course it does. You know, so the health aspects of this are absolutely outrageous. And if you look at the whole transhumanist thing as well, you can see how this will get to a point where we'll become so unhealthy that we will welcome being transferred into this mainframe because it's bodies that will last a much longer, you know, because human beings are just getting so sick because the environment's so bad. and They won't even think that it's being done by design, and it is, you know. It's really important that people look at this and look at the health aspects of it and go and look at the DARPA patents and active denial systems, military-grade technology, and remember that all of it is powered by 5G, and this is what they're rolling out around the suburbs, folks. And as I said, they can target people individually for active denial, so it's very important that people become aware of this. But it's, but it's so convenient to have the internet of all things available to us at any time and moment and be able to talk to uh, a robot that tells us everything we need to know. Uh, again, that's the kind of mindset that a lot of people have been having in this larger kind of understanding. But uh, the bigger point that I wanted to make here, DARPA is one big player here. I'm very happy you mentioned the DARPA papers, but also Amazon is too, with Jeff Bezos working on artificial intelligence, facial recognition. Uh, there's and, and, and people think that this is far away, and I don't think it's a question of if it's going to happen, but when. If you look at the history of governments and how they've been acting, uh, they've been acting irrespective of human rights, irrespective of the right thing to do, but of course in their interest, which of course is more power, money, and control. That's how governments act, that's how they always acted. Um, and, and I think it's just a matter of, of when. Uh, Amazon to me is the biggest player here. Uh, what's your kind of bigger take on uh, Jeff Bezos and, and Amazon and the way that there's a big debate now, because Amazon pulled out building their second kind of headquarters in New York and people are so disappointed that this didn't happen. And it's it's absolutely crazy the the mind the, the brainwashing that exists with such a mega corporation that looks like it, it's not gonna go away anytime soon and also has CIA connections. Yeah, well there's something really interesting people could do. There was a report that I saw on mainstream media. The report I saw on mainstream media the other day which we check all this stuff out. You know and newspapers sort of stuff we won't be having them no magazines it'll all be online we won't be standalone GPS's everyone will use their phone so they're tracking they're pushing everybody into having cell phones and to going digital and you can just check that out yourself just get a search engine and search 31 things likely to be obsolete by 2020 that's a year away it's a year away folks and Amazon is, is running all this stuff. Amazon is going to be controlling all the deliveries. Don't need delivery people anymore. We've got Amazon drones to do it. This is what they're saying. And this is mainstream media. Just, well, aren't, aren't we progressing forward? You know, thinking yeah, how happy we'll be that all this is happening. But when you read between the lines and look at it, you know, it's no joke what they're pushing out. And Amazon's a huge part of it. You know, people should stop shopping at Amazon, folks. Stop shopping at Amazon. Yeah, I mean, 
it's 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 uh, again the free, they get you with the convenience thing they trap you in there just like the old kind of robber barons did with like rockefeller setting up his oil and gas companies next to competing oil and gas companies and because he had so much money he just lowered the price lowered the price then when the competition was out of uh, business there wasn't any fair play here bam he would come in hike the prices up uh, to a new level and then gain more kind of control. My question here is obviously there's a collusion between the state and the private industry. Which one do you think will prevail and be the controlling power and have the controlling narrative in the future? Will it be the government sector or the private sector that will be the top dog in the future? That would depend on us, brother. It depends on how much people wake up. I mean, ultimately, if you're looking at it as a, from a business perspective, both sectors lead to the same place. You know, both of them are irrelevant, both of them are corrupt. You know, what we need is for people to reconnect with themselves and become human again. You know, because all of this technology is leading us away from being human is what it's really doing. And like I said, there's nothing really wrong with technology, but the world's run by criminals and it's, it, they're leading us into a certain place and it's not a good place they're leading us to, you know. Yep. Well, Max Egan, thank you so much. Where can people find out more information about you? You can find out all about me at thecrowhouse.com and you'll find links to everything I do there. Um, nothing to buy, it's all free, no subscriber section. Thousands of pages of information there. Just a portal to share information, thecrowhouse.com. Thanks for having me on, Luke. No problem. Thank you. I enjoy your YouTube channel. I enjoy your philosophies and deeper thinking and, and thinking about things that normally people wouldn't think about. So uh, thank you for the great mind that you have and sharing it with us and sharing the knowledge and information. It's always uh, a pleasure and honor to have you on, brother. Uh, thank thank you, you so much. All right. So, yeah, we're back here. Hope everything's working here correctly with the audio and video here during this live broadcast. we got more people up here uh, from all over the place. Just want to make sure. Danny, how are we doing back there? Are we live? Are we working? Is it stuck? Is it skipped? Can let people let me know in the comment section what's going on? Uh, people are saying video's frozen. Oh, Lordy, I don't know what happened here. I have no idea.